Hallelujah, hallelujah. Welcome everyone. My name is Bewe. Welcome to Release My Word. This is episode number five. I hope you guys are blessed and I hope you guys have been doing very fine. I myself, I'm a little bit tired. I'm going to be honest. I'm a little bit tired. I just came from work. Like, I don't know how long I've been home. Maybe 20 minutes. <laughs> um, yeah, and I just wanted to, to, to do my assignment before... I completely like go into that moment of of just like peaceful moment because normally if um if I really like sit on the sofa after work, the chances that I fall asleep are so high that that i i really i'm I've been really really very very exhausted this last week so i I was just like okay let me let me just do it before I kind of relax <laughs> hallelujah so um yeah welcome to release my words episode number five um and i also wanted to take this opportunity to thank everyone who has been sharing to their family members who has been sharing to to their friends and and you know just sharing um i pray that god bless you for for sharing i i pray that you know god touch your heart and and just answer your prayers and, and and just bless you generally for 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 supporting um his word and and his assignment hallelujah and thank you very much that's all that's all that i wanted to say so um before um i start the podcast um i just wanted to to say a short prayer heavenly father i just want to take this opportunity to say thank you for, for everything thank you heavenly father for answering prayers thank you father lord for for healing thank you for security thank you for for the opportunity that we have heavenly father to be able to hear your word even myself father i don't know what you are going to do in this podcast but Father, may your spirit move upon each and everyone who comes and listens to this podcast. Father, may you touch their hearts. May you answer their prayers. And may you meet them at the point of their needs, Heavenly Father. And Father, if there's anyone listening to this podcast and who hasn't repented, who hasn't given their lives to you, Father, I want to ask you to, to convict their hearts, Heavenly Father. And may your will be done in their lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, may your spirit take over. I reduce myself so that you can increase in me. Speak through me, O Lord. Speak through me and give this message out the way that you want it to be given out. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, God bless you, <laughs> everyone. God bless you. So um, God has a message for us. Um, um, so yesterday, actually, God God gave me a message that, that um, he wanted me to share with, um, with you guys. And the funny thing was, you know, um, my, my iPad is like the, my memory is so full. That I'm not able to to do a lot of things at the moment. My phone is this 
having the exact same problem so um this way of recording is actually the best uh for now until i sort out um the issue with with my memory i don't even know how to do that at the moment i don't know but i i just didn't want it to not do anything that would have been really a shame and that would have pushed me a little bit backwards and then secondly um on monday i remember i was just like in my prayer closet because um this past weeks or this past month god has really been teaching me so 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 many things and one of the things that god has been teaching me is to trust in him right and i remember i remember in in honestly speaking i think this have happened to a lot of people right because i remember i really needed direction and i needed direction in a specific things i needed direction in my career and in and, and i needed direction at that point and not and now you should you should know that i didn't know what god wanted me to do at that point but i had an idea of what i wanted god to do for me at that time so i was praying to god i was praying so that god can give me direction in my next step i was praying to god so that god can give me and show me my next club i was praying and i was like i would pray and then go to sleep and and tell myself that okay you know what when i wake up i'm gonna know where i am i will be walking i'm gonna know where i will be playing my football i'm gonna know in which country i will be but that was like the idea that i've imposed in my life i didn't care to to ask god or, or let me not let me, let me not say it like that but I didn't really seek the face of God in knowing where God wanted me to be. And in moments like that, we kind of, we, we have a lot of things going on. And the devil used those moments to kind of attack us too because he know now we are very vulnerable. And we are not only vulnerable, we are also vulnerable the devil to attack us we are vulnerable for the devil to put ideas in our heads hallelujah and then you will have this many things and you will not have clear direction and in the same t- and at the same time you'll be very frustrated because you want an immediate answer you have a worldly timing that you set time for god it's like you have an alarm you set it and you say father the school is closing in August. So by August, I need to know what I'm doing next. But God is saying, I don't work like that. And if you don't compile in my will, I'm not going to answer your prayers the way that you want me to answer your prayers. I'm going to answer your prayers the way that I want to answer it. So I remember when I was going through that, I remember I did, I don't know, I think I did a three-day fasting with my apostle. I think the ministry was fasting, I'm not sure. But then I did my own personal fasting, which was for 21 days, right? And I asked God to help me 
do a fasting that I'll be able to do because I know that most of the time, sometimes, you know, when I, when I fast for like a, like a time, I don't know, maybe if it's seven days, I know of this seven days, most of the time, maybe I will have to break my fast and go for training because I train a lot, like right? So now I was asking God, I say, Father, please show me a fasting or give me a fasting that I could do for 21 days, but then a fasting that I will be able to do without breaking within the given within the given time that I'm fasting, right? So God gave me a fasting. I did it for 21 days and, and it was really it was really good. I, I didn't I, I I I completed it like from day one to day twenty one. I completed it and it was good but still I didn't have direction. I didn't have an answer to my prayers. And you know what I said? I said, Father, you know, I don't have an answer right now. So I'm just going to stay right there where I am until you give me an answer. I'm going to stay right where I am. I'm not going to change anything until I know and I've heard clearly from you what you want me to do. So mind you, in that time when I was also not really lost, but in that time when I was looking for answers and I was desperate and all that, it might have been that God was also speaking. But because I was so distracted with many things, maybe I missed it. I don't know. I really don't know. So that's why now I'm like, Father, I'm going to stay until I clearly know what you want me to do. And I'll just pray to God. I'll say, Father, as long as you don't give me an answer, maybe there's a purpose that I'm there where I am. And I'm not feeling the same way that I was feeling in December. I'm not feeling the same way that I was feeling one year from now. So I was like, Father, I'm going to do your will. And if I don't know what, what you want me to do and I fasted and I haven't gotten the answer that I was looking for, Maybe it's not time yet. Maybe I need to do something else until the time is right. So I'm just totally, in that matter, relying on God. And that that situation has taught me so, 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 so much. Hallelujah. So um, so I was, and, and what I've also learned in that situation is to, how to rightfully pray to God, right? And I know this, Many of us, we always go, we always go to God and we pray to God and we'll be casting out our problems to God. We'll be telling God how our days were, how everything is not going the right way in our lives. But we actually forget to be still in the presence of God and just listen to his voice. That is something that I have been learning, to be still and just listen. So maybe I'll pray, and then there'll be a time that I'll just be quiet. No music, nothing. I'm just listening to God. So on Monday, I did that, right? And I asked God, I said, Father, how many podcast recordings do you want me to do in one week? Because I know that God told me one, one, one podcast recording per week. So he, said, he told me two podcast recording. I said, okay. So yesterday, God gave me gave me a message that I want to share with you. 
And I hope you guys will be very blessed by this message. I, I don't hope. I know you guys will be very blessed by this message. Let me put it that way. Um, And, you know, I know that you guys will be blessed because this message is very relatable. It's very relatable to many situations that many of us are going through. So, I know a few weeks ago, somebody felt very, very sick. They, like, they got very, very sick. Like, they, they ended up in the intensive station and their conditions were very, very, very bad. It was so bad that, the, like, there was no way that they were going to survive it. And I'm going to be very honest with you. Because when everyone that heard what happened to this person, they just knew their chances of survival are very, very, very low. And anyone that was able to hear about this person, they, they have already given up on this person. Now, mind you, that God is the only person that is able to give life and take life. When Jesus say no, nobody will say yes. When Jesus say it's not the right time for this person to leave earth, whatever the doctors say, whatever humans are saying, that person will make it. And nobody will know how that person made it. Hallelujah. So when this person was going through this, I, I received a call and I was told about it. And the first thing that came to my mind was I instantly just started to pray. And I remember very well in my prayer, I was praying to God and I was praying and I was asking God. I said, Father, do an unimaginable miracle in this person's life. I was praying to God. And, and I remember I received a, this call and I was almost going to bed. I was so tired. I was like almost falling asleep. But when I received that call, there was no way that I was going to sleep. I couldn't even sleep. I just started to pray. I started to pray and I was praying to God. And I, and I remember God called me an intercessor. So I was praying and I was saying, Father, you called me your intercessor. I'm interceding for this person now, and I'm praying, Father, that you have mercy on this person. Have mercy, Father. Give them a second chance. And then I remembered that God told me that he honors my words. I told him, and I was telling God, Father, you told me you honor my words. Father, honor my words and, and grant, my, my, grant my request. An answer. Grant my request a yes. I was praying to God. I was praying, I was praying, I was praying. So when I finished praying, God told me to send a message to my apostle. I was like, ah, oh, Father. You know, and and the thing is, I don't, I really, I don't know. I'm, I know that I can always, anytime, send a message to my apostle. And I'm very blessed because she always take her time and reply. Always. There was never a time that she didn't reply. Sometimes maybe she will reply 
a few minutes later, a few hours later, maybe a few days later. But she always replied. Thank you so much, Apostle. Thank you so much, Mommy, for always taking your time. If you're listening, thank you so, so much for always taking your time to reply. And thank you so much for always sharing this podcast. It means a lot to me. Thank you so, so, so much. May God bless you. I really, really do appreciate it so, so much. She always take her time to reply. So when God led me to send her a message, I sent her a message. And she wasn't online. She wasn't online. But I saw that she wasn't online. I sent the message and in, in, in my heart. I was like, okay, she's not online. I sent her the message. I'm good to sleep now. She instantly replied. I don't know how she replied. She wasn't online. But she replied quickly, quickly. She sent me a message. She prayed for this person. She, she just typed a prayer. And I believe in her prayers. And that's why I took that step. That's why when God led me to send her the message, I immediately did it. I believe in her prayers. And I know that her prayers are very powerful. I send her a message. I say, God bless you, mommy. Can you please help me intercede? Or I said, can you please join me in interceding for this person? And I told them the condition of the person. She typed a prayer. said, amen and amen. I believe. I went to sleep. So when I went to sleep the next day, I went to work. Um... A few days later, because I was also scared to ask, you know, when people are going through stuff, you're scared to always be the first one to ask people, oh, how's, how's the person doing that? You're always very careful. And sometimes you feel like, oh, maybe the person needs a little bit of time. So when we went back on Monday to work, she came to me and told me that, you know, my mom is doing a bit better. I said, you know, I send a message to my apostle to pray for her. And deep down in my heart, I knew that this prayer moved something. I knew, I don't know how, but I knew that this prayer moved something. And I knew that this prayer meant a lot for this person's life. Hallelujah. So, she will always give me updates on how this pers- how the person was. And then I'll always like send a short. I'll just t- send a short message to Apostle, just letting her know how the person is. Because she, at the end of the day, she's the one that prayed for her. Of course, I prayed too, but she, I send her a message so that she can pray for us. So it it was just her rightful like it was right for me just to let her know so that she cannot wonder, oh, how's the person doing? She didn't have to come to me and ask me, oh, how's the person that I prayed for doing? It was my obligation to always kind of let her know know which progress the person is doing. And you won't believe it. You won't believe it. That person is doing miraculously good. And it's just by the grace of God. If the hand of the Lord was not in the life of that person, I don't know if she would have made it thus far. So she's not yet in the best state of her life, 
but what God has done for her until now, that's a big miracle. Nobody believed in it, but I knew my apostle typed a prayer, and I believed in it. Hallelujah. So I know that what God told me about this person's life, and that is the message that I want to give out to you. God was telling me that sometimes he does things in our lives so that these situations, these difficult situations can pull us closer to him. Maybe God wanted to do that in that person's life so that that person can draw closer to God. I had an assignment too. I had to pray for this person. I had to tell my apostle about it. So now that God has given this person a second chance, I am still on assignment. I am still on assignment. So now I have to pray. I don't stop praying. I have to continue praying so that I remember Yesterday or the day before yesterday, I was praying. I was saying, Father, because God told me I have to continue praying for this person. So that it's not only about the healing. It's not only about surviving this situation. But it's about getting closer to God. About repenting. About seeking the face of God. Because at the end of the day, he was the one that has saved her. Not me. Not my apostle. But God had saved her. It was because of Jesus, the mercy that he had, that this person is still alive. It was because Jesus had interceded for this person so that God can give them a second chance. Hallelujah. So now my assignment is to pray so that God can touch the heart of this person, so that they can repent, so that they can see the face and the hand of the Lord in their lives, in their conditions. Hallelujah. And it was a big lesson because God was really teaching me how a lot of people are comfortable in their lives. A lot of people are comfortable with what they have. That's why the word of God says, or there's, there's, a, there's a message from the book of Matthew that is that, God says, or Jesus says, that it will be very difficult for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. And I remember, I really don't know from which, I know it's from the book of Matthew, but I don't know um, the exact chapter. But I know that this man was asking Jesus what he had to do in order for him to enter the kingdom of God. And he was a rich man, and, and Jesus told me to sell all his belongings. And he was very hesitant about it because he knew what he had to lose. But he didn't know what he would gain. That is what is affecting a lot of people, especially rich people, especially well-off people. You don't necessarily have to be rich in order for you to live comfortably. It's just enough to have enough. Hallelujah. So a lot of people who are living comfortably, who are not sick, they, they got good health, 
they got money, they got kids, they they living in sin because there's nothing that is moving them to run to God. So that's why in those cases, sometimes God has to do this thing so that our lives can be shaken. Even covered is as judgment so that our eyes can be open. Of course, there's a lot of people that we're asking, where's your God now that is covered? Where's your God now that so many people are dying? It's not about those people that are dying. It's not about that God is not the God is there. And you know what, how God is there? Because you're alive. You know how, how God has given you a second chance? Because you are alive. You're not alive because you're beautiful. You're not alive because you got good leg, a good body. You're not alive because you're smart. You're not alive because you have a good job. You're not alive because you drive a good car, a beautiful car. You're not alive because you can play good football. You're not alive because you can sing well. You're not alive because you are a millionaire, you got this and this. That's not the reason that you're alive. The reason that you're alive is because God has mercy on you. God has given you a second chance. Jesus is interceding for you so that you can repent. That's the reason why you're alive. You are alive because God is hoping that you will come back to him. God is praying for that day. Just like the prodigal son. Oh, there I go again with the prodigal son. That is one of my favorite Bible stories. The prodigal son. Very relatable. We can all relate to the prodigal son story. I preach about it in the last message. I love that message so, so, so much. I love the story from the Bible, the prodigal son. It's my favorite story. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So um, I wanted to share some scriptures with you. Um, when, you when we go to the, um, the book of Colossians, chapter 1, um, I'm reading from the um, New Living Translation, verse 10, reads and says, then the way you live will always honor and please the Lord. And your lives will produce every kind of good fruit. While the, all the while you will grow as you learn to, to know God better and better. We also pray that you will be strengthened with all his glorious power so, that, so you will have all the endurance and patience you need. May you be filled with joy. Always thanking the Father. He has enabled you to share in the inheritance that belongs to his people who live in the light. For he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son, Jesus Christ. I'm going to add that. Hallelujah. Who purchased who, who our freedom and forgave our sins. How did he do that? By dying on the on the cross for our sins, so that we can be um, first reconciled with the Father, secondly, so that we can be saved, um, thirdly, so that our sins, our burdens, can be taken away from us, so that we can live in a life where the devil will not always remind us from um, remind us about our sins, because God has already taken away that. So, how do we claim that? 
we claim that by repenting, truly repenting, and when we truly repent, now we are living in the light and um, in the light of the dears of of God's dear Son. We're no more living in the darkness that the devil has like clothed us with. Hallelujah. And I actually think it's well described as passage um, because it didn't belong. And you know when when you when you think about it further, you will notice that if somebody buys something, because another word for purchase is buying something. It means it didn't belong to him. So the sin, our sin, it didn't belong to Jesus Christ. He had to buy it so that he can own it. Hallelujah. Powerful, isn't it? So um, verse 15, Christ is the versible image of the inversible God. He existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation. For through him, God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth. He made the things we, we can see and the things we, can, we can't see, such as thrones, kingdom, rulers, and authorities in the unseen world. Everything was created through him and for him. He existed before anything else, and he holds all creations together. Hallelujah. Um, another scripture that I wanted to share with you is from the book of Ephesians 2, verse 10. And it reads and says, For God, for, for we are God's masterpiece. Masterpiece meaning that we have been created in his perfect image. We have been created in a perfect image that only God chose. And he loves us because of that. He created us with, like, you know, masterpiece actually has to bring to you the picture of, like, God knew the reason that he was creating you and he perfectly created you the way that you are so don't listen to the world to this to the people of this world trying to scold you because you, your nose look a specific way your mouth look a specific way god took his time to create you knowingly why he created you the way that he created you he had an idea why he did it and then you need to know that you are a masterpiece which means that he took time to do to create you hallelujah so let's further read let me just or let me just read verse 10 again for we are god's masterpiece he has created us anew in christ jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago hallelujah so actually everything that we are going to do or that we are supposed to do god planned it way ahead of us. God planted even before we were born. He created a life. He created a plan. He created already what we are going to be. He gave us already assignments. He assigned like um, our purpose. He assigned everything already so he knew what we are going to become. But we we didn't know. We don't even, some of us we don't even know what God will use us for. Hallelujah. Um Oh, this is a very, very powerful scripture. And it when you think about the story that I was talking about, about the rich man and how Jesus asked him, um, or how he asked Jesus what he needed to do in order for him to enter the kingdom of God. And, and Jesus told him that he needed to sell everything that he has or give it to 
to the poor people. The word of God in Matthew 6, verse 23, encourages us to seek the kingdom of the kingdom of God above all else, and live righteously, and He will give you everything you need. Hallelujah. I'm actually led to read this in other in other in other translations too. So the New King James Version, for instance, say, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and his righteousness, and all things shall be added to you. Powerful. The King James Version is I think almost the same as the New King James Version. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all those things shall be added unto you. The NIV, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all those things will be given to you as well. And then the English Standard Version, but seek first the kingdom of God and all his and his righteousness, and all those things will be added to you. It's actually almost the same, right? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Um I, I, I found this scripture, this scripture from the book of Exodus, verse 9. But I've spared you for a purpose. This is verse 16. But I've spared you for a purpose, to show you my power and to spread my fame throughout the earth. Hallelujah. So remember I was talking about the, this, this woman that was so sick and that everyone believed that there's no way that she's going to make it. But God knew the plan that he had. God knew what he was doing in their lives. And God, even till now, God knows and only God knows what he's doing in that family's life. Hallelujah. And, and the book of Exodus 9 verse 16 tells us that he has spared for a purpose so God has spared her for a purpose spared her life for a purpose a purpose only he knows but also to show his powers remember when, when Lazarus, Lazarus died and Jesus came four days later and, 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 and the sister of Lazarus was crying because she knew that Jesus and Lazarus, they were very, very close. But Jesus came four days later, to come, and Lazarus has been dead already. And when Jesus woke Lazarus from, from the death, one thing that he asked God was for the power of God to be seen. And that was maybe the purpose of, of his delay. He didn't rush because he knew what God was doing. And when he came and and he, he spoke a word, he asked them to close the door, to open the door. It was for the power of God to be seen. Hallelujah. Imagine what would have happened if Mary sent for, for Jesus and Jesus came immediately. Um, and then Lazarus would, would have been healed immediately. The power of God would have not been seen. So I hope I'm telling the story right, right? Because <laughs> I'm it just dropped into my spirit. Let me go see if I let me see if I'll find it. I don't wanna wanna say the wrong thing. Um, 
So the book of John verse book of John chapter eleven. Let's go see. Let's go see. Let's see. Verse thirty four. Let me see. Verse thirty eight, not thirty four. Hallelujah. So, um, the book of Matt, uh, the book of John, chapter eleven, verse thirty eight. Jesus was still angry as he arrived at the tomb. A cave with a rolled stone, with a rolled, with a stone rolled across its entrance. Roll the stone aside, Jesus told them. But Martha, you see, it was not married with Martha. But Martha, the dead man's sister, pro protested, "Lord, he has been dead for four days. The smell will be terrible." Jesus replied, "Didn't I just tell you?" that you would see God's glory if you believe. So they rolled the stone aside, and Jesus looked up to heaven and said, Father, thank you for hearing me. You always hear me. But I said it out loud for the sake of all those people standing here, so they will believe you sent me. Hallelujah. Verse 43. Then Jesus shouted, Lazarus, come out. Lazarus, come out. And the dead man came out, his hands and feet bound in grave clothes, his face wrapped in a head cloth. Jesus told them, unwrap him and let him go. Hallelujah. So that was the story of Lazarus, right? I got some details right, but some I also got wrong. I was just, like I said, it just dropped into my spirit. I, I don't know the last time I read it. Um, so those were the chapters or the, the verses that I actually wanted to share with you. Um, the last one was from the book of Exodus, right? Um, yeah, we we or oh, I've I've actually <coughs> spoken a lot, and especially I I spoke about the fact that sometimes God lets us go through certain things so that His powers can can be or He He can be glorified glorified at the end of the day. And every situation, every stone that we notice in our lives, it's not, it's not that God doesn't love us that we go through certain things, but it's because of His love that He's trying to pull us back to Him. Hallelujah. And especially at, at the moment, and especially in the moment that we're living in now, I truly believe that there's a lot of people that are seeking for the face of God, but they just don't know how. And each and every one of us, have a stone just like Lazarus each and every one of us has like a stone rolled and closed in front of a toe and 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 we're just waiting for somebody to come and roll that stone and and just 
so that we can come out of whatever we are in. And it's, it can only be Jesus that can do that for us. Sometimes we kind of feel that we have the power to, have, to overcome every situation in our lives, and that's not how it is. If there's anyone of you listening to my voice today, and you feel like you, you have died way too long with your own problems, and you have tried to, to, to deal and solve your own problems and to find solutions on your own in your life, Today, Jesus is inviting you to be your problem solver. To take off that, that, that load that you've put upon yourself. Today, Jesus is inviting you. And he wants to take away every pain. He wants to take away every, every sorrow, every, every pain, everything that you're going through. He wants to take it away so that you can be offloaded, you can be free. I just want to invite you to say the salvation prayer with me if you're led. Say, Father Lord, I come unto your presence as a sinner. I confess all my sins. Please forgive me. I didn't know any better. I promise not to go back to my old ways. I believe that Jesus Christ came and died for me on the cross of Calvary so that my sins can be wiped away. I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and personal Savior. Be the Lord over my life. I promise to serve you forever and ever. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, welcome to the body of Christ. Just know that you have made such a big and wonderful decision and heaven is rejoicing for your lives may god bless you as you you go on this journey share this video with somebody else so that they can be blessed too i love you so much thank you for sharing thank you for watching thank you for listening may god bless you and see you on episode number six bye